0: Make sure you plan time for rest. If you know that you're going to go do all of these things, plan a rest day after that so that you can recuperate and get your energy back, right? If you're having parties at your house, create a safe place in your room with like water and snacks and your heat pad that you can escape to if you need to go lay down for a little bit, or if you just need a nap, you know, it's the holidays. Sometimes we just need naps. Sometimes. Our flares come out of nowhere, and we need to go lay down in a quiet room that's not super stimulating. Hi, and welcome to the Endo Babe podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Bree. I'm an ultrasound tech turned endometriosis coach, positivity and self-love advocate, a seven on the Enneagram, and I am a proud dog mom. And I'm on a mission to help you live more positively with endometriosis and be happy in your body. On the Endo Babe podcast, we're going to dive deep into all things endometriosis, mindset, self-love, health, and so much more. This is a badass podcast for badass babes. And I want you to leave this podcast feeling inspired and empowered on your own health journey with more confidence and the belief that you too can have more good days than bad. Are you with me, babes? See you in the podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Endo Babe Podcast. And happy, almost Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas, depending on where you are in the world. Today, I want to chat about coping with chronic illness through the holidays. This can be, and this is going to kind of tie into the episode that we did last week with ways to set effective boundaries. And this episode is really coping with your chronic illness, right? There are so many things that we want to do and boundaries are a very important part of really living well with your chronic illness, but I want to focus today on coping, right? And specific coping mechanisms and things that you can do to help make your holidays just like that much easier, right? Just like a little bit easier. And we're gonna start with mindset because mindset plays a huge role in literally everything. <laughs> I think it's important during times of high stress whether it be the holiday seasons and there's a million things going on and you have a bunch of parties and family coming over, like really focusing on you and making sure that you feel your best is priority, right? Whether that be meditating, making sure you're drinking enough water and making sure you're sleeping enough writing out your gratitudes, journaling every day, writing your affirmations, working on self-love statements, because you're going to be harder on yourself for overindulging or whatever it might be. Really working on helping yourself feel really good during this time is important, right? And one of the biggest mindset things that I'm going to share with you today is focusing on what you can do instead of focusing on what you can't do, right? Because whether it be you want to do all the traditions that Your family does if you're like a 5K family. I don't know. I don't know. Not my family, but whatever it be, you can still do the things that you love to do. You just have to alter them like a little bit, right? And mindset plays a huge role in it. Like one of our traditions is driving into the mountains to go cut down a Christmas tree. Now, if you grew up in the mountains, I did it for the first time this year, right? And we altered it. So that we could still have our tradition, but it didn't cause me to flare, right? And so we drove through the whole mountains and we didn't get that far from the car. We just kind of walked up the mountain a little bit. Whereas like, I'm sure when some families might hike for a really long time to go get their tree to find like the perfect tree, but that's just not realistic for me at this moment, right? And that's okay. Okay. I can still do the things that I love, but altering them as needed, right? If you want to make your favorite dishes and you don't want to miss out on gravy and stuffing and all of these things, you can just alter them a little bit to fit your dietary needs. so You don't have to miss out on the things that you love. And I have uh, all of my tried and true Christmas recipes, all my holiday recipes that I'll link below this that you guys can go download for free. Um, As a gift, Merry Christmas. They are all delicious. Everything's so good. So like cornbread, gluten-free cornbread stuffing. We have like cranberries. What else is on there? Allergy-friendly gravy, mashed potatoes, cinnamon rolls, waffles. And I mean, if you guys need help altering them for other dietary needs, most of them are, or they are all gluten-free and dairy-free uh, cow dairy free, I should say, you don't have to miss out on things just because you have a chronic illness, right? And when you can focus on what you can do instead of what you can't do, it helps you feel empowered instead of defeated, right? And so go ahead and click the link below this episode to download the Christmas recipes. If you make them share them on Instagram and tag me, I'd love to see them. Um, the scalloped potatoes are heavenly. So good. Um, so good. I can't wait for you to try everything and let me know what's your favorite. Um, another thing I want to chat about for mindset is especially during the holidays is forgiving loved ones, right? And this is going to be just going to help you cope a little bit better, Right. Because having a chronic illness can like show you who your true friends are, quote whatever that quote is. Right. But and there will be some people in your life who will be there for you 100 percent no matter what. But it's common to be disappointed sometimes by loved ones because they don't understand why you can't go hiking 10 miles to get a Christmas tree or why you can't do everything that you used to be able to do. Right. And we have to come to terms with that ourselves but family members and loved ones might not totally get there immediately, right? Perhaps they dismissed your illness or said something thoughtless. Maybe they just weren't there when you needed them, right? Regardless of whatever happened, the holiday season is really a perfect time to practice forgiveness, right? When we can see other people in our life, whether it be our parents, anybody, as human beings with faults, rather than looking at them with critical and judgmental eyes, right? We can let go of grudges and focus on on loving, right? And if stress is one of your biggest triggers, if you're holding on to a grudge because of something, right? Whether it be around your chronic illness or not, like really seeing people as a human being and everybody's acting out of their own trauma and their own life experiences, you know, and I've done episodes prior and I kind of talked about it in the last one about really setting boundaries and helping people understand what you're going through, but sometimes people won't, you know, like not everybody can meet you where you're at, but the holiday time is a perfect time to practice forgiveness because it's going to help you become less stressed. Another way or ways to help you cope with your chronic illness through the holidays is really getting organized, right? Start decorating and getting ready early, right? You don't have to wait until the very last minute to put everything up. If it's going to stress you out, get organized, start doing it early plan. And this one is great. Make sure you plan time for rest or plan a, a whole recovery day into your plans. If you know that you're going to go do all of these things, plan a rest day after that so that you can recuperate and get your energy back. Right? If you're having parties at your house, create a safe place in your room with like water and snacks and your heat pad that you can escape to if you need to go lay down for a little bit or if you just need a nap. You know, it's the holidays, sometimes we just need naps. Sometimes Our flares come out of nowhere and we need to go lay down in a quiet room that's not super stimulating. So make sure that you have a safe place in your house, in your room, wherever it is that you can go lay down. Prep, prep, prep food if you can, right? Get ready so you don't have to do it all in one day. You can look into disability services in your city at places like churches and schools and things like that. Sometimes they have services and they can like bring you a holiday meal. If you can't get out, they can take you Christmas shopping. They can arrange for caroling and other holiday things. And they can help accommodate you. If like you are alone this holiday season, right. And you can't get out and you can't walk really far, you know, whatever it is. Sometimes churches and schools and places like that have Christmas, like disability services to help people. Um, You can order presents and groceries online so you don't have to go fight all of the crowds and the stress. Uh, Calling venues ahead of time. This one's huge, right? So if you know that you're going to some restaurant or some place for dinner or an event, calling them ahead of time so there are less surprises when you get there, right? Whether your illness needs public seating, right? If you need to sit down a majority of the time, calling and asking if they have public seating. If not, you might need to bring your cane, right? If you have a specific food allergy, if you need special lighting or close parking, whatever it is, just make a quick call to the venue and see if they can accommodate, right? Most places, I mean, I worked in the restaurant industry forever. Like we'll bend over backwards for you guys, right? We'll bend over backwards for the customers because that's part of the business, right? And so making quick calls and seeing if they can accommodate. And if not, then you're not surprised when you get there and it's just going to help level out stress, right? Simplify things. If you are doing Christmas at your house, you could do a potluck and have everybody bring a special dish, or you can assign people like have cooking assignments, like so-and-so does this, so-and-so does that. And it's still kind of like a potluck, but then it's, you could have everybody cook at your house if you want them instead of bringing a dish if you want everybody just to cook it yourself or at your house you can like assign everybody a different thing to cook and then everybody's together in the kitchen cooking and it's not all in on one person cuz that is fucking stressful hosting parties can be really stressful so just whatever you can do to simplify things the better right um another thing you can do is if like you are how hosting a party at your house Create start and end times, right? If you know that you crash after three hours, say my party starts at eight and it ends at 11, right? Create an end time so people know like, okay, or five to eight or whatever it is. So people know like, okay, cool. This is just like a three-hour event. It's not an all-night thing. Sometimes depending on how many drinks everybody has or if people are drinking at all or playing games, time can get away from you. And if you know that you have like a three-hour time limit, On yourself, when your energy, whatever it is, creating a start and end time for your parties is key. Um, Using like compostable or disposable dishes so you don't have to do the dishes makes cleanup so much easier. And last but not least, really don't be afraid to make new traditions, right? Christmas doesn't have to look like the way it did when you grew up. It doesn't have to be full of family and parties. It doesn't have to be busy, go, 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 right? You could have Christmas all day in your pajamas, watching Christmas movies and ordering Chinese, right? You could have a Christmas drive in the mountains. It's just you and your significant other, right? It doesn't have to be this big, crazy event. I know we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to go, go, go and do, 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 and have all of these things. We put a lot of shoulds on ourselves. Like I should have it. Christmas should look this way but if if that makes your endo flare, right? And you don't actually really want to do all of that stuff, don't be afraid to make new traditions, right? The holidays got to look however you want them to. Your whole life does, right? You don't have to see certain people if you don't want to. You don't have to go to events if you don't want to. All right? Go back and listen to the last episode where I really talked about boundaries um through the holidays, like ways to set effective boundaries from it being like, I gave you guys like talking scripts and some like tools that you can use to help like plan your month. I hope you have the most beautiful Christmas and I love you all so fucking much. I cannot believe you guys have been along for those of you who've been here since the very beginning I started this podcast in November of 2019, so we've been going two years strong. You guys are amazing, and all of the new people listening and enjoying are also amazing. You're all amazing. I love you all, and I hope you have a beautiful, wonderful Merry Christmas. Ah, babe, thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. I had so much fun and I'm so fucking grateful for every single one of you. If you thought that this was helpful or you loved any part of this podcast, I would love, love, love for you to screenshot it and post it on Instagram at Chelsea Bree, C-H-E-L-S-E-A-A-B-R-I and tag me. I would love to see what you're getting out of the episodes. It makes me so happy. I would also love it if you'd subscribe to the podcast and leave a review because that just helps other wonderful endo babes find me as well. I adore you and I believe that you don't deserve to feel like shit. You deserve to have a normal life despite endometriosis. I love you so much and I hope you have a wonderful day and I'll catch you on next week's episode of the Endo Babe podcast.